Welcome to Home Dad Chat, brought to you by the National At-Home Dad Network. My name is Brock. My name is Danny. And we are here to talk about life as stay-at-home dad. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. No, I don't want much. I even love handmade crafts made of macaroni. Come on now, you should know me. Sometimes I might eat too much. No worry about my weight, got the dad bod rocking on me. Sketches on my feet, cargo shorts look good on me. I'm a dad, that's what I do. Hey everybody, welcome back to Home Dad Chat. I am Brock. I'm Danny. We are here to have just a great conversation, uh, finally, uh, together. <laughs> After after weeks of not being able to talk to each other, um, right. and and things happening, uh, if you listen to last week's episode, I had to leave in a rush, um, and popped on at the end just for a quick moment. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's been an interesting uh, interesting week. Uh, I've yeah I've I've seen and done a lot of things. But uh, Danny, how how was uh, how was your week for you? <laughs> The, the summer, man, I don't know what it is, if it's just the kids being home or just uh, the, the lack of a schedule, but everything gets busier, it seems. I mean, we're, I feel like we're not doing enough. Like we need to go to this, we're going to do that. Let's go to the park again or whatever. But I look at it and I'm like, ugh, slow down, man. Um, yeah. Well, and you're in transition so right much. now too. Yep. Yep. And let's <laughs> clarify, I'm moving to another state, not in uh, any other type of transition, just saying. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah. I think I've, conf- I think I've confirmed my gender identity, but, um, uh, yeah, some, some people might question it, but I think I'm good. I think I'm good. But yeah, the, um, the, the move and everything and getting the, the house ready and construction and getting it sold. And we had 15 showings. I think we counted in the first three days and it oh, sold my. or it's under contract already. Congratulations. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. I guess. Congratulations. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's a little, I'm not even ready for it. So yeah, no, um, I, I know it's a little bittersweet for you. Yeah, well, that's it. But we, um, the biggest thing was for the showings, of course, we had to go, you know, leave the house and then that's fine. And um, most years and this year, it's still, where do we go? We can't go to a restaurant. Um, Most of the playgrounds are still kind of open, but, you know, a lot of them, they haven't cut the grass in a couple of them that we go to regularly. Um, The dog park is, uh, needs some love, let's say. Um, And taking, and we had to take the dog with us too. We ended up having to split it up. I would, uh, I would take the dog in my wife's car and then she would take the kids and she would go get some dinner out. And they love that. Of course, Um, (laughs) you know, burgers and fries. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go sit over the dog park and watch this dog peel in the tree while I eat a like pack bag of peanuts or something because i was just doing backpack snacks at that point um because we didn't realize how many nights in a row we do it but yeah like three nights in a row and then we had a contract a guy come in and put a a really nice offer um uh, above our our asking price and all that and that's good and then wow we had uh we had planned our road trip for this week um we were supposed to have gone out uh uh, the i don't remember what day we were supposed to leave but um ended up canceling that. Um, I didn't mm. really think, you know, we really don't have the ability right now yeah. uh, to get the house ready in time and take, you know, a week or 10 days to drive up to Minneapolis. But um, uh, Marnie, my wife did fly up there. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, we wanted her, that was the original plan of the trip was for her to hang out and see her, her new little nephew. And I was excited to, I was going to swaddle that baby, but nope. Don't get to swaddle a baby. I know how it is. Don't worry. Um, you'll get to eventually. Someday. Well, he's already, <laughs> he's standing up now. He's sitting, oh. he's been sitting up for a week and a half. He stood up today and 
Um, yeah, I, I missed it. I missed my swaddle. I was going to say, I think your That's times fine. of swaddling are definitely right? over at that point. Yeah, he's, he's ready to start running now, which is great. I love that too. You know, I love all that, that ages. It's really cool too, that listening to my, um, uh, really my sister-in-law telling my wife and my wife telling me, but listening to my sister-in-law talk about the sleep deprivation, mm. you know, and this is their first child and you, you can't understand it until you go through it just that constant, maybe four or five hours of sleep and generally not in a row kind of life that yeah. you're living. So she's, uh, she's really, really, really doing well as a mom. In my opinion, she's just, she's really just good at it naturally. Just, yeah, this is all you need to do to, to, to love your kid. That's all you got to do. I think but that's going to flow well into what we're going to talk about later too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Hope everybody else is too, but yeah, I'm, I'm good you know, I'm tired. No, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I sat down to write an email the other day and just fell asleep in my chair and I don't fall asleep in my chair. I woke up I'm like, what in the, did somebody hit me? You know, <laughs> one of the kids shot a nerf dart with a, like, like a ball bearing in it and put me out. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been busy and it's just going to stay that way for a few more weeks, but we've been, Marnie's in there looking, she's been virtual touring, houses for sale and has a couple really one that she's got her eye on and just fell in love with and probably will be the one we we buy um and then she's going to run tomorrow i think it is she's going to be doing some actual walking tours with a real estate real estate agent and nice. just making sure this is exactly what we want so we should have an offer on a house put in on a house by the end of the week um and just you know yeah we're done i guess we're out Moving. that's exciting yeah that's yeah cool, it is man. yeah it's really great we dude. Yeah. So, sounds like you've had quite an adventure for sure. <laughs> yeah. And you too, from what we talked about previously, yeah, how's, your, yeah. how's your house right now? How's your, your day? Well, so I'll, I'll go back to last week when I had to go to the emergency room with my son. Um, he's doing well. Um, they really didn't come up with much other than he had some sort of rash and um, like, he had um, constipation issues. Hey, we've talked about that on the show. Yep. Yep. That's, <laughs> Kyle, a, that's a part of dadding. That's for sure. <laughs> Kyle and I have had that conversation. And yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we just were pushing water into him and, um, you know, just trying to get fiber into him, different things. Things seem to settle down for him and he's doing better. So, you know, that was a few days of just kind of just chilling out. I don't know if that had to do with, you know, the fact that we've kind of had an irregular diet with the traveling that we've been doing. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's one of those things that you figure it out, move, you know, move as you go. So, well, I think if I may, just because our audience wasn't a part of that conversation from last week, yeah. um, as to why, because when you, and I'll just tell everybody when Brock came on, <laughs> uh, Matt strain and I were talking and Brad, uh, Brock came in and uh, explained the symptoms. And I think, Matt and I immediately at the same time said, you need to take your shot to the urgent care. There's no, no, you just need to go. We'll take care of this. We'll do this best we can. But so yeah. if you wouldn't mind, just uh, tell everybody maybe what was going on because you say urgent care. Yeah. He, you know. so he, he had like a pain in his, uh, on his right side and it was one of those deals where, then this is where Matt kind of came in and was like, you know, how, if it's on the right side, you really got to be concerned because at that point we're talking mm -hmm. appendix, appendicitis type of thing. But the yeah. thing with it was like when we pushed in, uh, it hurt a little bit. And when we let go, there wasn't any pain. So, um, 
hope there was a little bit of confirmation of like, all right, this isn't like super bad, but we still need to get him there. And honestly, like it was, we got him to urgent care and, and they checked him out. And then the doctor um, immediately was like, I don't think it's appendicitis. I, you know, I think it's something else. And they did x-rays and that's when they found like just a ton of gas built up. And mm. so at that point it was, I mean, we were in and out of there in like two hours. So it was a nice, quick diagnosis. Um, the doctor, uh, <laughs> it's funny. I couldn't, they couldn't get the dad lounge to launch because, uh, apparently I had changed the email or changed a password or something. And I couldn't remember what it was, but I had brought my computer with me because when I go to the ER, when we've always gone ever since our first visit, when Hezekiah was born, we've had like a to-go bag or at least an idea of what it is. So like we always mm -hmm. take changes of clothes for the kid and changes of clothes for whichever adult is going just in case we're admitted. Um, which I think anybody, honestly, like, you know, you think about like your to-go bag when you go for your, you know, the birth of your child. And then you got to remember like, anytime you're going to the ER, you should definitely have a bag ready to go or, you know, know that you need to grab these things and throw them into a bag to take with you because yeah. you just don't know. Um, and then also too, like, you know, charging cords, um, in this case, I took, like I said, I took my computer with me um, and just those kind of abilities to be able to communicate with people. Um, and in this case, I was able to launch the dad lounge in the room um, before the doctor came in and I was talking to some of the guys and the doctor comes in and she is like, what are you guys doing? And I had like, I didn't have my earbuds in. I just had it on the speakers and she pokes her head in on it and she was all like, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> And finds out like we're all stay at home dads and she and I like uh, left the room and and uh, she was like, that was really cool. She's like, what was that? And I explained it to her. You know, it's like this is our weekly one of our weekly calls for stay at home dads. And she was like, well, that's really neat. She's like, I would have wanted to have been a part of something like that if I was a stay at home dad. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so that was really uh, awesome and, and reassuring to hear uh, from her. So, yeah. So that was that was kind of how things went there. Um, and then let's see trying to think what else so we had that and then i don't know if you can hear anything that's going on right now but it just sounds like there is you know the ants go marching two by a herd two of elephants yeah. yeah yeah uh so no, i can't hear it but yeah well that's good i'm glad it's not being picked up on the microphone um but what i have right now is is uh good friends of ours from college uh who um is also he's also a military veteran um he's here with him and his wife and his service dog, um, and his six kids. Um, so, and then of course my family. So there's 12 of us oh, in, yeah. our, in our, uh, four bedroom, you know, with an extra room downstairs. And, you know, we've got, uh, let's see, we've got four girls in one room, my son and the oldest boy in another room. And then, um, my, my, uh, college friends and their two youngest with them in their room so <laughs> it works we made it work how, how old are the youngest uh they're what are they three like and okay or no sorry five and five and six i think okay so not too young not like diapers you know no no like nobody's that, so. in nobody's in diapers um so that's that's the nice part but yeah it's so it's been it's been fun and uh mm -hmm. I made pancakes for all of them this morning. So nothing like a big bowl of pancakes to get the day going. <laughs> but we went to the zoo today. We were there for like three hours. And it was interesting walking around the zoo because like 
like I said, my buddy, he's got a service dog with him and there are parts of the zoo that you can't go with your service dog. Yeah. Um, and so I spent a portion of the time, like kind of helping maneuver him around and also being with, uh, the kids and, and my friend's wife. And, um, I actually took pictures like the whole time, like Joe did for me and the family. Cool. Like, and yeah, so yeah. I got all these awesome, like candid shots of them, uh, you know, just kind of touring around. I took about a hundred pictures and all for three mm-hmm. hours, but they were really appreciative of it because otherwise, I mean, they really wouldn't have been able to get the pictures because trying yeah. to walk around there was like hurting cats, uh, with, with all the kids and stuff. So yeah, plus my two, plus my two were along as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, that, I say all that to, you know, just kind of say like, I mean, it, we love having people over at our house and, uh, it's always nice, especially, you know, with the fact that we haven't seen our friends in a year to be able mm-hmm. to have that ability to have them back in the house and, and just enjoy their company. And are they local? No, they live in Indy. So they're, they're okay. about an hour and a half away uh, to actually about two hours away. Cause they live on the West side of Indy, but, um, yeah, he, so, um, my buddy who's a army vet, he was a army chaplain's assistant. Um, which basically means that he was the guard to the chaplain because chaplains can't carry weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, uh, he suffers from some severe PTSD. And, and so he's got this service dog and um, just all of that. Uh, it's just nice to be able to have time with him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What's so, his yeah, dog's name? His dog's name is Sierra. He just got, cool. he just got her uh, about a month ago. And, nice. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, they, they're doing really well. Um, it's like I said, it's just, it's great to be able to hang out with him and, and spend some time with him. He's, he's, um, an old ministry buddy of mine. Um, so he's, mm-hmm. he's done some senior minister stuff and I've, you know, done some youth ministry things back in the day. And so we, we, you know, we, we've stayed connected through the years just with that and everything else. And he works with veteran, no, sorry. He doesn't work with veterans. He works with folks who are coming out of addiction um, mm-hmm. and helping them find a place to stay and getting them on their feet and um, just all these different things. And it's a really cool organization that that he's helping out with. So, yeah, oh, that cool. is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love to hear that. That's definitely one of the many areas I think that uh, we can we definitely have people that are in need. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's so cool. he's doing some really cool stuff with them but, and his, and his wife is a stay at home mom. And so it's mm-hmm. been fun to talk to her and have just some great conversations with a fellow stay at home parent and uh, also give, give him crap for uh, sometimes not, uh, you know, pulling Ooh. some of his weight sometimes. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's, uh, I don't know, man, that's kind of a landmine. I don't know if I would do that with my wife. <laughs> he's, he, he, he's a good sport about it. Is it um, okay? Yeah. We, we were, uh, what was it? Oh, we were uh, trying to figure out what we wanted for dinner tonight. And uh, she's the only one that likes Mexican and her whole family. Uh, the rest of them won't eat it. And uh, I was like, well, they can all go get hamburgers at this, you know, hamburger. That's right. That they're talking about. I was like, I'm going to take, I was like, we're going to order from Mazunte, which is like this amazing Mexican place down the street from us. And uh, she was like, oh, that sounds great. And he was all like, no, no, that's not going to work that way. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, who served your lunch to you today? I was like, who made your, who made your lunch? Who took care of all the kids' lunches? And he was all that's like right. her. And I was like, all right, you don't get a, you don't get a say in any of this. That's right. You got to step back, sir. <laughs> so just stuff like that. I mean, just fun things to like rub, rib him a little bit on it, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, we have a good relationship like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I love it too, that he uh, is helping other people. 
you know, yeah. because one of the things that I've, I've learned in dealing with my own PTSD and mental health and things like that is the, um, the, the reality of it is you really know when you're reaching a point where you're, you're going to be okay when you want to help other people. Yeah. When you start looking around and either, you know, for some of us, it's like, oh, well, I just want to make sure this never happens to someone else, you know, or I want to help people that this happened, happened to, because there's no way we can stop it mm-hmm. and move on, or just simply becoming a, a more aware person in your community and saying, well, people with addictions that need, I mean, when you come out of that, you may have, and likely a lot of people have lost everything. Yeah. You know, and you come out of it and you, you've got to start all over and to, to even consider being, you know, having to do that, uh, is definitely people that need help. So it's very good, I think yeah. for him and for his mental health, um, not saying where he's at. And of course his story is different from mine, but I love that idea or that thought of, yeah, I've, I've gotten to a point where I'm strong enough now where I can start helping other people. That's, yeah. that's kudos to him, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's definitely. great. Yeah. And I, I don't know, like I, I kind of, just to sort of like turn the page on our conversation, but kind of falls on the same line. Like I see some of that with how you enter, how, how people who have been in the game as a stay at home dad interact with the new stay at home dads that Mm -hmm. they run into, especially with, you know, within the group or whatever. And you see a lot of reoccurring comments about things like, how do you guys do this? Um, You know, how do how do you, maneuver like i mean we've talked about scheduling before and routines and stuff on previous episodes we're talking about like you know how do you communicate with your wife or spouse or partner about um how to get a break or you know and not have that look like you know i don't know selfishness or whatever it is like or whatever but actually like it's needed for you know your your self-care and 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 mental health Mm -hmm. um but i i say all that to just basically say like you have to be aware. I think that falls in line with what you're talking about. Like you have, you got to be aware of, of what's going on. And, and you also got to, to feel like there's that, there's, there's got to be open communication with, uh, with your partner to be able to, to talk about it. And yeah, sometimes that can be difficult. We've, we've, we read, <laughs> we read, we read stories today in the, in the group about guys who are having a, a tough time getting their partners to be on the same page and realize that they need a break too. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Self-awareness is super important. Well, especially after the last year, year and a half of quarantine and COVID and, and everything else that we've had to deal with that just involved in that going from, you know, a lot of people that are either going out to work because they have to, they have no other choice and they may catch a virus that may kill them or kill their grandmother or whoever um, that's very contagious to being at home constantly with the woman you love and her freaking kids for 18 (laughs) months. It's great. It's great. Um, No, no, you know, I love my wife. I I do. Um, I know. I know. (laughs) But but anybody, that type of familiarity, no matter how good your relationship is, I mean, granted, it takes longer if you have a good relationship. You do have that communication. I can go to my wife probably. I mean, I could, I could just at any moment walk up and say, look, I need a break. You know, I know we didn't schedule this. We didn't have anything going, but I'm at my limit. Right. She, is an amazing person. And she also, we have that relationship where she would say, yeah, I get it. I'm not doing what you're doing, but I can tell what it does to you. I can see how much work you put in. Even if some of my day is sitting on the ground playing Uno with the kids, 
that's still not, I mean, that's still working. That's still not off time. That's not me time. And whereas if you're working outside the house or in this case, maybe remote um, and you have that constant job that's taking you away from your family, the thought of being able to sit on the floor and play Uno with your kids is like, oh, that would be amazing. This would be wonderful. Yeah. The first five, six times a week, it's great. And then we're at 20 by Thursday and I'm kind of done with Uno. I don't want to sit on the floor right now. <laughs> like how you know? fast can I lose? <laughs> <laughs> right. You guys are getting really good at this game. Wow, well, that's three, three hands in a row. I guess we'll just go now. Let's go do something else. <laughs> uh, but having that ability to talk to my wife and being able to say to her, you know, this is how I'm feeling, which is a big part of the, of the, uh, of the relationship is me knowing one, what I'm feeling Two that I need to say it, right. which a lot of you know men and women in a relationship don't have the ability to say how they're feeling to their partner. Sure. And then to be able to ask for what you need to fix it or to, to mend it, or to keep it from getting worse. Yeah. And that's a big part of, uh, you know, when we've talked about our relationships uh, with our wives, we both got really good relationships, but if you have a relationship that isn't that good, that isn't that stable, yeah. that isn't that solid, um, that just, amplifies the issues and you do get to the point where you're like this lady won't listen to me mm -hmm. she didn't hear the thing i say she laughs at me when i say i need a break and that's just awful in my opinion yeah. um but it's a very common thing and it yeah. happens a lot especially after having again been in in the same house for the last 365 days straight yeah um, i definitely when partners are not uh being aware of what their counterpart is going through too is mm -hmm. super difficult. Like, I mean, if you've got a good communication and you can, you know, feel, you feel free and feel capable to be able to talk to your partner about like, Hey, um, I, like I need, I need this time. That's great. However, it's even better and feels even more appreciated if like your partner like sees like, wow, they, they're, they had a rough day mm -hmm. and they walk up and they say, you know, how was your day? Mm -hmm. do, you, do you need some time like away? What, what, what can I do uh, to, you know, make, you know, make things better, whatever that, whatever that looks like. I think that that's one thing that a lot of the breadwinning uh, spouses and partners out there need to realize is that, you know, yes, you were at work and you had a hard day at work. Totally get that. However, when you come home, like you really got to analyze what's going on at your house while you've been away. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of emotions and drama and whatever else going on that, you know, the other adult in the relationship has had to deal with. And yeah. it's so different than dealing with adult emotions and things like that when you're at work, you know, like, yes, work is tough, but when you have a toddler that you cannot reason with about something, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a lot of stress, you know, compared to an adult that you can actually have a reasoning conversation with and mm -hmm. at least get to some sort of resolution that doesn't involve, you know, kicking and screaming yeah, um, or, you know, applesauce being thrown or whatever it is. Right. Um, Getting hit by bodily fluids of some sort. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so, <laughs> That's and I think that that comes down to being one of the bigger things that a lot of folks deal with. Um, I feel like that's a just common denominator amongst amongst um, stay-at-home parents in general. And it's not even like stay-at-home dads; like stay-at-home parents, like mm -hmm. they all deal with it in different ways. Like I was, you know, like I was saying, you know, I I, I ribbed my buddy who he's 
working and his wife is at home with the kids and stuff. And I think, you know, there, he definitely has times where he's got blinders on to, to what's going on, but at the yeah. same time too, he's also trying to be observant to what she needs as well. Um, and that was the thing that we were talking about before we got on here is like, you know, the roles of stay at home moms and stay at home dads are super similar. And mm -hmm. we were talking about, I was talking about this with them today and they were like, yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're like pretty much the same thing. You know, they do the same stuff. And I was like, they do. I was like, there's only one thing that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't match up. And that's the fact that, you know, dads who go to the park tend to get from time to time, sadly, the police called on them because somebody doesn't want to take the time to find out yeah. who this person is, even when they walk yeah. up with the kids, you know, I was going to say, I, I brought my kids. I'm not, I'm not taking yours. You can have mine. In fact, I right. Exactly. <laughs> but so, you know, and, you and I think that's, yeah. And I think that's the, that's really one of the only things that just doesn't play a part in it. And so it, it's one of those deals where when you get to that point, it's like, okay, like we're all in the same boat together. So if you go to the park, and there's other parents there, you should be able to have conversations with them. And mm -hmm. I think that uh, that tends to be a very awkward point. And you see too, where like, um, so like stay at home dads, like tend to go, well, I don't really have any other stay at home dads I hang out with, or I don't even feel comfortable talking to any, like just dads in general. Like, you know, there's like, I can't even make friends anymore. And I, I had seen where, yeah. um, somebody on, I think it was on TikTok, was po had posted a video about how they're like, man, do you remember when you were in college and you left your college dorm room open and people would walk by and be like, Oh man, that's a really sweet poster. Hey, do you want to go to this party with me or something like that? And they would be like, sure. I want to go to a party with you person. I just met like, let's do this and let's just be <laughs> friends, you know, forever, blah, blah, blah. Like all this kind of thing. It was like so easy to just just, you know, you know, hook, you know, I don't know, it's not the hookup. That's not what I'm looking for. Uh, it, it's so much easier to just like attach to somebody and be like, Hey, mm -hmm. yeah, let's, let's hang out. Let's do this thing together. And, uh, that's something that as you become an adult, for whatever reason, like there is this barrier that just builds up. And the part that she switched to was, she was just like, when someone's like, Hey, like, let's, let's go do something, let's be friends or whatever. What do you want from me? What, uh, you know, like that's the response. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. What, what's what in this what do you what do we what's this in for you like all these different things it's like you didn't ask those things when you were when you were younger no no so no, it's, it's yeah. much more much easier much much quicker relationships and and not really that you're less trusting now but you do know that there are people out there that you didn't know before there are people out there that are looking to you know whatever um, yeah like you know, how much money can i get off of you usually is what it is um and when you're in college i think you don't realize that or know it so yeah, yeah, being definitely. an adult is hard in many ways, especially as an at-home dad, an at-home parent, or just a parent. You suddenly you have kids and you go from having uh, all of these friends that do all these things and you're the first one that have kids and your friends don't want to have anything to do with you and your or your children. It's just yeah. instant. <laughs> yeah, that is that is definitely a tough thing when, when you are the first one of your circle of friends to have kids and everybody mm -hmm. else feels super awkward to have you over or they don't understand yeah. that like... I'm on it. It's like, we've got this routine going. It's like, if you want to hang out, you got to, you're going to have to come over like after the kid goes to bed or whatever yeah. that looks like. And that's very difficult for people to be like, well, I want you to come over to my place. And it's like, well, that's great. Like, I don't know this is going to work out. And that's, right. that makes it really rough. Is, yeah. And the, the big thing that I find too, with a lot of people is you end up having that uh, disconnect because they don't realize how difficult it is for you now just to leave the house. Yeah. 
you know, when you're, and there's, there's been plenty of comedians that have made this joke, you know, that basically that when you're a parent, I mean, when you're a single, you just go, well, I think I'm going to go to the store and you just go to the store. Yeah. And that's it. That's the full length of the story. That's everything you need to know. But with kids, it's just one thing after another, even kids that are good about their routines or that won't fight you just to get in their car seat, you know, that refuse to put on their shoes or have lost a shoe, always just one will have a shoe. Well, that's not going to do us much good, is it? Yeah. Um, it's just it seems almost impossible sometimes to gear everything up for two people. And it's just a little kid. I mean, you outweigh them. You can pick them up. Why can't you just, you know, stick them in a, a, a jumper and let's go? No, sorry, single person or person without kids. That's not how that's not how kids work. You can't just stick them in a bag or fold them up like a, a blanket and, and let's go. But I but I will so. say at the same time too. I I do try to encourage um, new stay at home dads. They're like, I I don't know what to do with this this little bundle or whatever it is. And I'm like, mm-hmm. honestly, when they're little, like you can just like put them in a carrier and go do your, you know, normal things or whatever. Like I mm-hmm. remember specifically like being like, I got to mow the lawn today and like my kid won't go to sleep. And so I would literally like put on my backpack carrier with my, you know, with my son in there and go mow the yard. Yeah. And he would fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say he would just conk out. And I'm like, this is awesome. Like, and I had like one that had like a shade over it too. So it was mm-hmm. nice. Like it wasn't like he was going to get sunburn or anything like that. And, but it, it's one of those deals where it's like, you just put the kids in motion with your routine on things and, and keep chugging along. Like that's, you know, mm-hmm. as long as you're not doing anything, that's like seriously putting them in any kind of danger, like, you know, go, mm-hmm. have, go have fun. And you know, along the way, you're going to get people that are just like, Oh, that's so great that you're out with your kid. And you're like, Hey, it's not a parent. Like, you know, yeah, I, I, just, I just have to be out. I needed toilet paper. This is what we do. So right. we get it. Exactly. And so I think, for, you know, honestly, like any new stay at home dad that's listening to this, like, just realize like you've, you've got to find a way to, to do the things you need to do for, for your mental health. Like, so, if, mm-hmm. you know, sitting in the house, you know, trying to figure out what to do with a little one is going to drive you nuts. Get out and go do stuff. You know, if, if it's like, Hey, I'm going to go meet up with, with somebody else and we're just going to go to a coffee shop or something like that, you know, and you've got the carrier, like strap them to your chest. And honestly, if you're close and you can walk, a lot of times they fall asleep on the way to the walk or whatever, on Mm -hmm. on the walk on the way there. So it, that's, I mean, just make that stuff happen. And I think that anybody who's like trying to figure out other things or know if they're alone in situations, cause you see that a lot, like, like, let me know if I'm alone in this, but this is our situation. And it's like, there's always a dad that comes in and is like, you're not alone. Like, you know, this yeah. is something like multiple, ga- multiple, multiple dads. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple come on and say, yeah, I'm, that's, I've dealt with that too. Yeah. Welcome so, to the tribe. That's where we are. Right. But to be able to have that freedom, to be able to say that, to say that and ask those questions is one of the things that I truly love about the, the dad group, the, you know, the national mm-hmm. at home dad you know, closed group is that there is that freedom and that safety to be able to state that situation, vent, whatever it is about what's mm-hmm. going on. And then also receive support and understanding from guys who have been there and done it. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And been there and done that is a big part of it too. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at the uh, mentors that we have uh, on the Facebook page in the closed group. Um, there's a diff- there's a tab specifically for mentors. We have a lot, I think it's six or eight guys in there that are just basically saying, Hey, do you need somebody that, that, you know, has been through this or has done this? Well, that was me. And if I can help you by talking, um, you know, having the ability to go to someone. And I think really, I think the biggest thing that people lack, I should say more specifically, because this is what I'm more familiar with that, that men lack growing up is a mentor, um, yeah. someone beyond your dad, you know, and especially for men who don't really have a father, but just the ability to go to an older man and say, okay, look, this is going on. What am I doing wrong? And for them to just probably just kind of laugh a little bit and go, sit down. This is going to take a minute, have a beer. Let me tell you all about why this happened and how it happened to me and all the things about it, giving that ability to, to find that common ground because they've been there, you know, they're, they're in the trench already. They're 50 yards down the, down the trench from you, but they're like, yeah, yeah. Come on. You just walk down here and we'll be good um, and work together with you, you know, but the, the mentorship part of the the Facebook page, I think was just an amazing thing for Facebook to come out with basically for the groups. Mm -hmm. And I love that we've kind of had dads that have kind of jumped on it voluntarily and said, Hey, want to talk about this? Well, here I am. Let's do it. Yeah, no, definitely. It is. I, I haven't really jumped on there to see like who's on there, how many were on there. And Mm -hmm. I know that that's something that you've been keeping track of and and doing some stuff with so that I'm glad that you were able to bring that up um, because yeah, I think it's a utilized resource that's maybe even a little underutilized, I guess, in some ways, Mm -hmm. like there are people using it, but there could be more. So um, that's, that's really cool. Um, I don't know that, did I tell you, or did you see the, um, what was it like? the ad that Facebook, the Facebook community did for the the group recently? No, I did not see that. No. So they reached out to basically talk to uh, the admin team about, about our group. And Mm -hmm. I ended up getting to have a conversation with them. And basically they turned our conversation, my conversation into like a two minute ad for the group. And uh, it was really cool. Like, so this is neat to be able to, kind of put that out there for other people to see. And it's gotten a lot of, a lot of good, uh, you know, traction and a lot of good response from it and whatnot. But um, let me say, uh, just, just to clarify, I know you did something in the great in the group did something with someone, but I didn't think it was Facebook that approached us. I thought it was someone else. So yeah. that's where my disconnect was. I thought there was another group that came in, but, uh, Facebook doing it too. It's cool. Well, yeah. I mean, they basically, their marketing, they outsource their marketing or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so this like production company that they work with, like got in touch with us and we've done some things mm-hmm. with them in the past and they're, that's who put it together. So I'll have to put a nice. link in the, in the description so people can, can see it or whatever, but it was, it was really cool to, to get to do that and give us a, a bit more spotlight on our, on our group for people. Cause they put it out to like, millions of people who aren't even like have any connection with us at all. And so, um, I mean, you just constantly keep seeing more and more people come into the group with stuff going on. Like that. it's just, you know, shining more light out there just brings out more people and be like, Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully more dads stay home dads that, you know, think that they're just on Facebook alone. <laughs> we'll, we'll see it as well. So with things starting to open up, it's nice to basically be able to have the ability to start connecting a little more, uh, in person too. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's one thing that, uh, 
you know, some dads have a hard time doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. but man, I tell you, like wherever you're at, like you got to take the opportunity. You got to, if you, if you don't, you know, you might miss the opportunity to find somebody that you can hang out with. So hopefully some guys get involved with that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. The countdown to home dad cons coming too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I've already got a countdown going. So I've got how many, how many multiple days you reminders. Got? How many days? Uh, I don't have got? days yet. I'm still in weeks because of the house move and everything. And I have it on the on the big white. We have a big whiteboard on the wall that I write down like the, oh, yeah? all the daily stuff that's coming. Like the um, you know, like the the painters are coming on this day. So I have the sheetrock done by this day or whatever. So I've got all that at. And then I've got the closing date on the house. And right below it, it's got it, on that. I do have the days. This many days to home dad gone. Cause um, <laughs> it's the only thing keeping me going right now. I got to tell you, I am at my wits end. And I don't want to whine too much. Nope. Um, and You're I'm fine. just like, I'm done. I'm so over this. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm going, I'm going early. I'm yeah. going to drive the bourbon van. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to go out to eat and I'm going to eat whatever I want. And I'm not sharing it. <laughs> and I don't have to cut up anybody's food. I don't have to request anybody's food. You don't have, don't to, have to wait for somebody to somebody. make, you don't somebody. have to wait somebody that's undecisive to come up with what right. they want to eat. Right. Because that person's getting kicked out of the van. Right. My, <laughs> my kid the other day, the, uh, the six-year-old, she said, um, I said, so you want a cheeseburger? Uh, and this is when, oh, this is when we were taking them to the park and everything. And I said, well, let's get burgers. You want a cheeseburger? And she said, no, no, I, I want a hamburger. And I said, okay, cool. Just plain, nothing on it or whatever. Cause she's not really into, you know, much more than lettuce right now. And, um, she said cheese. And I went, did you want a cheeseburger? She said, no, I want a hamburger with cheese on it. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm not going to fight you on this. I will specifically tell the person I would like a hamburger with cheese on it and just listen to, just to the, <laughs> just them cackling in the background of this ding dong who doesn't know how to order a cheeseburger, <laughs> but she refused. She refused. I'm like, you I know what that, so hey, much, in that but, situation, ugh. next time that happens, let her be the one that says it. <laughs> Seriously. Step on up. Tell them what you want. Just, what do you, just do it. She's what do you cute want? enough. Just, She'll just, get away with it. Yeah, She'll just, get away with just it. Just yell I'm not through cute the back enough. window. <laughs> Hey, what do you want back there? I want a hamburger with cheese on it. You know? There you go. But not a cheeseburger, right? And I mean, she was mad at me. Like, <laughs> don't be an idiot, dad. I told you I didn't want a cheeseburger. <laughs> I think that's what you want. But okay. <laughs> but yeah, home dad, God, I'm not going to worry about it. If somebody looks at me and goes, I want a burger with cheese on it. I'm just going to slap them in the face with a piece of sliced cheese. And go, hey. I'm not your daddy. Go away. <laughs> you know what? You just be like. You're gonna, you're gonna, uh, you're ordering a Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but I am really looking forward to it. Again, the whole the community part of it. I mean, we yeah. talk about you know how hard it is to make friends as an adult, and it is, and as an at home dad, and it is, it really is. Yeah. But going home, dad con for me, I didn't, I've never had a problem, you know. And of course, I'm fairly extroverted, so it's easier for me. But I know a lot of guys that are a little bit more shy or retiring type or the yeah. introverts, and they're just like, yeah, I met a friend and it was awful, but they're my friend now, so everything's cool, you know. I had a social <laughs> interaction, but it was fine. Uh, and it's just such an amazing breather, yeah, from the day. You know, from going, I mean, from like for right now, you have what 12 people in your house? Is it yeah. 12? Is that what it's just yeah. you have 12 people? So when they go and you're gonna, you know, you, you're gonna be, I'm sure, a little, you know, a little sad that they're leaving and all, but once they go, you're gonna go from have all those people to just your tiny little group again. Mm-hmm. It's gonna That's be weird to tomorrow me. afternoon. 
Yeah. Well, that's what home dad con is to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, I go and I was like, oh, huh. I only have to take care of myself for, you know, three, four days. However, long. Mm. I'm going early and I'm staying late, you know, because this is my I need a break. I'm going to lose my mind. So I need a, I need yeah. a break. Even if I sleep in my car, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but um, having that chance to get away from everything and it's a huge part of my self-care and to the yeah. point where, I mean, Marnie and my wife, she doesn't, there's no question about if we're going to do it again next year, there's no doubt. There's no, Hey, do we think we can, she's already got it in the budget a year in advance to start saving a little bit of money every month so that we can go, you know, right. or I can go, I should say. Well, and so real quick on that, like, you mm-hmm. know, it sounds like you guys have a really good a plan in place for like kind of how you go about that. I know that for like my wife, like she likes the concept of home dad con, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like she, she doesn't like how I put this. She doesn't like that. I'm gone. It's not so much that she doesn't like that I go. It's that she doesn't like that I'm gone. So mm-hmm. um, she's, you know, her thing is like, I sleep better when you're, when you're at home, like that kind sure. of thing. And it, it's like a security issue, but at the same time, like she gets that, you know, this is important and uh, this is, you know, mm-hmm. it's good for you. So I think that, yeah, I, I just kind of wanted to say like, I mean, there are some, there are going to be some partners that are like, I don't, I don't want, or I don't feel or understand or, you know, what your need is to get away for, for that period of time. And it's like, mm-hmm. you need to realize like as the supporting spouse of your stay at home <laughs> dad, that, um, they, they need that time. Like they yeah. really do. Like they need that camaraderie. They need to be able to come back refreshed and have, you know, told stories to other guys mm-hmm. about their families and hear from other guys uh, what they're going through so that, you know, that it just, is just something about fueling up yourself to be able to go back and then take that's care of your it. family. So that's it. You're refilling your tank. You just yeah. are. And it's you know? three months away. It's only three mm-hmm. months away. So yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this too, just as like a fun little plug. So some extracurriculars, like you mentioned the bourbon tour, which is something that's, it's full right now. Uh, unless like we get more guys and have to get in a third van, which would be crazy <laughs> because right now I'm having a difficult time even getting into the distilleries period. Um, that's, that's a whole nother hurdle that we won't bring to, we won't talk about tonight, but um, you know, Thursday, um, which is sort of like when everybody will be coming in, we're going to have a group of guys going up to Dayton to the uh, National Air Force Museum. Yes. Um, which is like four hangers of some of the most amazing aircrafts ever built. Um, and that's really going to be cool for those guys. I've been up there a few times and uh, there's just some amazing machinery up there. Uh, they've even got like four Air Force Ones uh, including wow. JF, including JFK's that, wow. that he was, that he was on when he was assassinated, you know, like they brought him back when he mm-hmm. was in Dallas and everything. So the one that was that, uh, um, oh gosh, what was his vice president? Uh, oh shoot. Um, dang it. Not Nixon Carter. No, oh, I can't think of his name, but they swore him in like on there, um, when mm-hmm. they were in, when they were in the air, um, but like that's there there's an eisenhower one there um uh there's a i think reagan is another one 
and a Roosevelt, I believe. So they got four mm-hmm. different ones. This is really, it's really That's, cool. And you can walk through cool. them. Like, I don't know. Oh, what, nice. I don't yeah. know. What the, I don't know what the COVID standards, how it is, but before COVID you could walk through them. Like the sides are all plexiglass. So like, where oh, the oh yeah. Is, yeah cool. And you could, and you could walk down the, the middle of the plane and see everything. It was mm-hmm. super cool. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for those guys to do that. And then I'm going to be heading up a photo walking tour through, uh, downtown and over the Rhine. And along with that accompaniment, we'll be stopping in at some different breweries, uh, along the way, because there's quite a few downtown to do that. And so, you know, we'll stop in, get a drink or two. I'll be there, head out, hit the next one. And the architecture, uh, you know, and over the Rhine is uh, a combination of like old German and some Italian. Um, mm-hmm. so it's really pretty. Um, so yes, yeah, so we're doing that. And then, um, I don't know if there's anything else going on right now that those are the big things. And then Saturday night, um, we are working with FC Cincinnati to basically, uh, get a set, a section of tickets to go see, uh, FC Cincinnati play, uh, Orlando city on that Saturday night. And I think tickets are going to be roughly right around maybe 40 bucks, just a little bit less than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a brand new stadium and, uh, it's gorgeous. Uh, it's really nice. And, kind of like going to the Minnesota one. The only nice part is, is that nobody has to show up early for it. So everybody's already there. And I'm hoping that a good majority of our guys take up the opportunity to go to it, especially if they've never been to a soccer match before. Mm -hmm. Like why not go with a bunch of guys that you've just hung out with for the past two days and really just enjoy that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, so that's kind of the things that are set up currently as far as that goes. And then I put this out to Sergio who you talked oh, yeah. to about cigars. Mm-hmm. So, You've already got my attention. Come on. Yeah, I knew. I knew it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sergio told me that he's going to be at Home Dad Con. And oh, cool. I'm super excited about that. And I said, well, if you're coming, we need to do a cigar evening. And he was like, I'm listening. Just like you. And mm-hmm. I said, uh, there's a local place here in town. Um that I want to go talk to and see if like they would maybe set us up or come and basically like give the, basically have like a lineup of cigars, maybe them and Sergio will be able to talk together and get something put together where we can do sort of like a, a cigar one one for the guys that are at the convention. So that's something that I'm trying to work on right now. I'm crying. I'm so happy. <laughs> I knew I'd get him to cry. It's like Barbara Walters, eat your heart out. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm an easy target on that one, man. I'm a, I'm a grapefruit coming over the plate with that. I cried a Hallmark commercial, but now that's that's very yeah. cool. Do, do you have any idea? Did you say? Did you know what night that would be or when that would be? Uh, I would probably put that at like a Friday for like a Friday night, since yeah. Thursday night is uh, you know convention eve, and mm-hmm. Saturday would be the uh, soccer game. I would say it would be probably Friday night. Okay. That we that's would, what I thought. That I would but... shoot for that. Yeah. So we'll we'll mm. see how it goes. Ugh. It's there's there's a lot of legwork involved in being done with it, but uh, I think that there's a, a high possibility that we would be able to to put it together. So we'll see how it goes. Even if not the very least, I got to tell you, I got to buy Sergio a beer or whiskey or bourbon or whatever he's in the mood for that night. Cause the guy (laughs) is really, his podcast is really cool. And he is just, for me, just exactly the kind of person that I want to talk to about smoking cigars better. He just started a new one. He just really like, yeah, like a new little segment. Um, 
I don't know if I've, he sent it to me and I listened to it and it was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, let me see if I can pull it up here really quickly while we're doing this, but yeah, he sent this to me like out of the blue. And I was like, what did you, what is this thing? This is really cool. So it is, um, it's called cigar basics, a guide to cigar. Aficionado. Oh yeah. 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 And it's I, like a 10 minute podcast. It's really mm -hmm. cut and dry, but I mean, he gets into some pretty deep stuff quickly with it. Um, and I'll put a link actually up in the, uh, in the details for this podcast. So anybody else that can listen to it, but I mean, it, he's going to, I think, try to put something out like every couple of weeks or something, but the, this is the first episode is just the anatomy of a cigar. So mm -hmm. he breaks down just the, from the outside in of a cigar, like from the label, like all the way from the mm -hmm. label in and. I can't I, wait. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to that, like definitely check that out because it's it's a great episode. And it's like I said, it's only 10 minutes long. Um, mm -hmm. I listened to it while I was doing editing for a, for some photos and I messaged him. And I was like, that was awesome. I was like, I'm going to have to listen to it again just so I can take notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He is very, very knowledgeable. Yeah. Uh, just well. And, and he's got the passion, which I love. I love that with anybody. I love to see what they are passionate about, but he's definitely got it for cigars. And that's, that's right in my heart, man. Well, right he's apparently, heart. he's apparently studying Literally. to be a Somali for, uh, for cigars. Really? Yeah. That's cool. That's very, and he should, he, that is definitely where he should go. Yeah. He so is that's what suave, he's man. I'm going to be embarrassed to be standing next to this guy. I got to tell you, he's, he's going to be, you know, overdressed or dressed properly. And I'm going to be hearing like, you know, my Dagon t-shirt, my cargo shorts. Um, but he's, uh, he is just smooth. I, I love that guy. I, I really, I hope all the best for him too, with all the new stuff he's coming into. So definitely, but, yeah, but anyway, so all that to be said, since we're coming up to the, coming up to the, the wall here on our time, mm -hmm. um, you know, home dad con, there are still tickets available. We're actually able to do hundred percent occupancy. Now um, they've, they've dropped all of the uh, restrictions on things. And so, uh, you know, we've got the ability to, to sell 135 tickets right now. I think we're setting at about 80. Um, mm -hmm. So we've still got plenty of room for you to come into the, to the um, convention. And uh, we've got some great sponsors lined up that we'll be going through. And two, like, I mean, this, this month, uh, in the next month, we'll have speaker announcements and a schedule being set up. Yes, that's right. I said a schedule will be announced way, way in advance of the convention, which, by the way, has never been done before. I, I was going to say, is this schedule subject to change? Because this is way early. I'm just going to tell you. Nope. Everything's already locked in. We've got our speakers Boom. locked in and everything else is ready to go. So doing it like a pro, man. It's I love yeah. it. So, yeah, but anyway, on that note, I think uh, we'll just tie, tie a nice bow Time on this, this episode. So thanks for listening. Um, be sure to like, share, and uh, keep following us, and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye, everybody. I'm a dad. That's what I do.